You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it is my pleasure to share this next hour with you, um, sharing a little bit of spiritual wisdom, offering live readings on the air, and spending some quality time together. We're going to talk about... Um, and Happy Spring Equinox, which occurred yesterday, and it's, we are still very much in that energy. And we're going to talk a bit about that energy and um, this being an incredible time of new beginnings, but why just about the Spring Equinox? It's really not just about that. It's that every moment, I love to be able to remind everyone that every moment is really a new beginning. Each breath that we take is a new beginning. It's an opportunity to make a conscious choice about who we are being in our relationship with ourselves, with others, with the source as we believe it to be. And if we can keep remembering that every breath is another new opportunity, then ideally what that does is it helps us to stay detached from anything that didn't quite turn out the way that we wanted it to. Because it's human nature to go into that judgment mode, right? That self-judgment, that self-criticizing voice that we hear, uh, no one is without it. But those that function well, right, thrive in spite of it, I promise you they are consciously choosing how they are being in the experience of having that negative self-talk show up. There are probably an infinite number of tools that one can use to promote staying present so that 
we can access what I like to think of as our superhuman gift, you know, our superhuman power, which to me is conscious choice. It really is because that's the name of the game. If we are consciously in the moment choosing, then what it's all about is who we're being and that changes everything. I don't know that many people realize that it really is that simple. And I like to share very simple principles and tools on this show because if you, and I do this with clients as well, because if you go to complicated processes, have multiple steps and multiple levels of understanding, most people don't want to go there. We are an instant gratification society. You know, we will work for things, but when it comes to things like self-care, the easier it is, the more readily we will choose to use it. And it's not because we want to be in pain. It's not because we want to suffer. It's just that it's a human nature principle. It's just the way humans are designed, that they will go to a default behavior pattern until we have done the new way of being enough times that it becomes second nature and the default mechanism becomes a rare occurrence. I hope that makes sense because if it doesn't, you know, if you're listening, call in. If you haven't called in, press one on your phone and let's talk about it because that's why I'm here. I'm here to have a conversation and share some wisdom to ideally make life a lot easier, right? So I love the idea and the understanding that we experience so many cycles as we move through our day-to-day human experiences. Everything from the cycle of a, a second to a second, a cycle of a minute to a minute, an hour to an hour, the beginning of the cycle of a day to the completion of the cycle of that day, that, that moving from daylight to darkness and back to daylight again. There are so many symbolic meanings to the beginning and end of all of these cycles, all of which we are not going to get into tonight, but know that there are many meaning, meanings to the cycles that we are And one of the, the um, I think, one of the most important aspects of the idea that things are cyclical, shall we say, is that there's always an opportunity to change it. There's always an opportunity to begin again. And I think sometimes we get so stuck in our stuff that we forget that it's just a moment. You know, we hear through the years of cycles of, let's say, uh, for example, teenagers, where one friend um, decides to end their life through suicide. And, and then there are a number of other friends that experience the exact same thing. And the reason this happens 
is there are multiple reasons for it. But one of the biggest reasons that people do take their lives through suicide is because in that moment, they don't believe that that moment of horrible pain on whatever level they're experiencing it is going to end. And so they end it because they can't tolerate it anymore. With teenagers, the, 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 the area of the brain that understands the concept of time to the greatest extent that we're able to do that in human form is not fully developed. And so the idea that some periods of time are interminable, that they will never end, is how they experience when they don't feel their optimum best, when they're feeling morose, sad, depressed, down, whatever words you want to use to describe it. And the pressures and the stress that we experience from those pressures of being living at this time are pretty darn expansive. They're pretty bad right now for a lot of people. Only way to get through them is to remember that it's but one moment and to breathe into the heart center in order to raise the overall energy frequency or vibration that we are which helps to lighten that emotional, energetic load and gets us through. Because we've all been through what many call the dark night of a soul. And it's a god-awful time. And as we move through our human experiences, there are more and more of these periods of time that humanity in its entire is experiencing a dark night of the soul. It's almost as if it feels like sometimes there's no, there's no escaping it, that it's never going to get better. But trust me when I say to you, it already is. We have to adjust what we believe about the experience that we're having in order for the experience to change. And we can't change who we're being in the experience by coming at the experience from the same perspective that we created it with. So we have to shift first in order to see that path that will take us to a place that feels lighter, feels better to us, less dense. And believe it or not, the simplest tools I can offer you are Breathing into and out of your heart center, what I often refer to as a heart breath, and ho'oponopono. You know, the spring equinox as a cycle brings us into a new beginning. For many, this was a time of planting seeds when we were primarily an agrarian society. It's a time of planting seeds for the future crops. And that cycle, when those, when those plants, that, that, that crop, whatever it is that we're growing, comes to maturity and their fruits are, are, we reap their fruits, shall we say, and then 
At some point, the field is left to rest. We go into autumn and winter, and then spring comes again. This winter that we have been in, for some, it's a time of going into the cave, right, to be still, to be reflective. Spring as a time of waking up is a time to consider all of the reflective thoughts that we've had in the previous season while things have been darker, longer, where it's been colder for many and they've stayed indoors more, to then take all that reflection and decide very consciously what they will put into action in this new season of planting seeds. It really is a very exciting time when you think about it. For me, living in South Florida, we're coming, we're coming down to the, those rare days where we can leave the doors and windows open because it's cool enough and not humid enough to make it uncomfortable. But those days are not going to last long. So those are a harbinger for our hurricane and summer season and rainy season, which isn't three months, it's six months and not my favorite time of the year. But at the same time, it, it helps us to recognize the value of being very grateful for every moment. I joyfully open up, that, open up my doors and my window in the morning, even if it's for just two hours before it starts getting too warm, just to allow the fresh air to come through. Because come June, that's not going to be possible. It's just too humid, too hot. It makes the air conditioning work too hard, you know? And so enjoying these moments, I literally enjoy the smell of it. I enjoy the sounds of the birds in the backyard. Being very present, I enjoy just the sensation of being able to be accessing outdoors while I'm here at home in my home office doing all that I do in the course of a day. I invite you, whatever it is that speaks to you as a way to be in the moment and consciously present to the greatest extent that you can, please make a commitment to yourself that you will choose access that tool as often as you can. It will so enrich your life moments and your life in general because the more present we are in the moment, the more we connect all of our senses to an experience, the richer it is. If any of you are familiar with Abraham's teachings, Abraham speaks of, um, oh my goddess, what is her name? My brain is gone. Okay, it's still there actually, but I'm not remembering her name. That's terrible. But there is a wonderful YouTube video um, of Abraham's talking about her walking through her garden in the morning and how she lives in gratitude and, and joy in the experience of everything. 
walks through her garden and she says to everything that she sees, oh, that, that stone, you are my favorite. To the bird that she sees, hello, I'm grateful to know you. You are my favorite. And, and so she is expressing love and gratitude for everything that she sees, senses, feels, hears, knows, and experiences. How much joy, imagine, that that can bring to each of us if we are more and more present in the moment and seeking that which we are grateful for. And I had a conversation with one of my clients earlier today, and she's also a really good friend and colleague, so we, ha- we wear many hats together. And there was a comment that she made about an experience that, that she was troubled by. And we talked about how in the moment, if it was possible for her to catch herself when she shifts into that victim consciousness, that, that idea or belief that things happen to us rather than we're constantly co-creating some level of consciousness, that if in that moment of awareness she could thank that person that she was going down the rabbit hole with the old beliefs and default behaviors of believing she is a victim, right? And remind herself that that she was and that this person is now giving her the perspective and the reminder that she is accepting with gratitude that that is not who she is any longer. And she does get to choose to be in this experience as she is now. Every experience that comes to us has a cycle of its own, just like the seasons do, and benefits and meanings to them based upon how we interpret them. To me, every experience is an opportunity to remind myself, which is what I'm here to teach is how to be a loving person with myself first, then with others. That's our sole purpose for being here, my friends, is to remember how to be a loving presence with ourselves first. We already know how to do it. There is no learning curve here. It is an innate gift that we possess. It's not about learning it. It's about remembering it. Because the part of us that knows, that does remember, that is an expert at it, is the part that's always right there with us, and that's our soul essence. The part of us that is eternal, the part of us that joins this human experience, makes it possible when we take our first breath, joins this body until we take our last. And it returns to the spirit realm or wherever you believe that part of us returns to. 
we have this amazing belief, this illusion that we are separate from God, therefore we are separate from God's unconditional love. And we, I am here to tell you, we are not separate from that part of us. It's right there with us. And every time we breathe into and out of our heart centers, we are connecting to it, to the love that we are, to the unconditional divine loving presence that we have come from. It makes it really simple if you consider it from that perspective. And so when we breathe into and out of the heart center, we are connecting to the divine frequency of love. We breathe it in. We activate it so that we're consciously connected to it. Not that it wasn't there before, but by consciously connecting to it, we activate that conscious awareness. And the conscious part of it is the key ingredient. It's what allows us as we are choosing, right, to expand it in a beautiful way. The Ho'oponopono aspect of it, remember I said there are two tools that, that can help us to make being in this human experience much more simple, and that is the Ho'oponopono helps us to clear or to initiate the clearing of whatever keeps us from connecting to our heart center and believing that that love is within and not something that we need seek outside of ourselves. That everything we need is contained within this beautiful package of our human existence, of our human body, of our human energy field. I know that that is in conflict with everything that our left brain tells us. But I ask you to trust me to know that what our left brain tells us is not always the truth. When you breathe into and out of your heart center, there is a beautiful waveform of love that emanates from in all directions so that as you connect with it, you are also creating a gift of love to everyone and anyone. Right? I mean, that's like the most amazing gift as far as I can as I can think. I think that's a great thing to know. But you have to decide what works for you, right? Okay. So for those of you that are hopping into the queue, our producer RJ is not joining us this evening. So hang in there. I will get to you. I appreciate you calling in. We are going to begin our readings in just a few seconds. So I just wanted to complete our conversation. We're talking about the spring equinox, the time of new beginnings, cycles of seasons and days and everything, including a new breath, is an opportunity for, for um, a new beginning to start again. All right. So. All right, so we're going to begin with our with our readings, and we're going to go talk to Bonita in North Carolina. Bonita, good evening, honey, and welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. What's going on, sweetie? How can we be of service? Well, um, I I am listening to you and um, trying to relate it to the situation that I have. I'm asking for a reading for. So okay. my um, 16-year-old son, um, he is being a teenager, and he has um, – He's, he's, he's confronting me, okay, and um, uh-huh. I had a situation where um, he, he thought I moved something in his room, and he came to my room, and he would not allow me to close my door when I told him I did not know what he was talking about, okay? Uh-huh. So he's becoming very disrespectful, or he was in that particular scenario, and he is choosing not to sign on to online school. And I'm at the point to where I've done everything that I could possibly do. And his father, my ex-husband, um, when I called him for help, he basically said, you know what, I can't tell him to go to his room. And he offered no assistance at all. So okay. I am looking for guidance okay. on how to move forward, right. out, move him out. Okay. One of the things that I think is, is really important for me to say to you, Benita, before we even go there is I hear you. And I think as a parent in a situation like that, we sometimes feel very unheard and unsupported as your your former husband is not able to support you in the way that you would ideally like him to. Um, trust me, everything is occurring in perfect and divine order. It's all okay. Being a teenager is not easy. Do you remember what it was like being a teenager? Did you love it? Oh, Absolutely no. Neither did I. Neither did I. Neither did I, sweetie. It was probably the most challenging time of my life, and oftentimes it is, because there are so many conflicting um, experiences on so many levels, exactly, and with hormones raging, you know, our emotional well-being in a in a person that is not emotionally mature yet, they're doing their best to find their balance in all of it. And when they're angry, when they're expressing anger, as difficult as that is to hear, they are expressing fear. Anger is always an expression of fear. And I think that that's something that we don't always think about nor do we recognize it. We just think somebody's spewing anger at us and it doesn't feel good and we want them to stop. Now, understanding something is bringing up fear for him, what I would invite you to take a moment with me, because we have the time to do this, is I want you to just consider when did these behaviors begin? To the best of your knowledge. Um, 
maybe a few months ago. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if it was because my um my fiance started spending more time here. Do you I'm wondering if that was it? Hmm. Okay. Um and I wasn't, you know, as available as I used to be because, you know, I'm spending time with him, but it's only on the weekends when he comes into town. He's a truck driver. It's a change. It's a change, and he might not be able to articulate what it's bringing up for him. And I'm not saying that his behavior is acceptable. I'm not giving him a pass on it. That's not my point. But when you realize that when someone is disrespecting you that normally isn't and they're doing it with anger, right, mm-hmm. they're, they're feeling about something. And normally there's usually something that triggers it. So I'm not a therapist, right? You know, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna I'm not gonna profess to say, you know, this is what the best therapeutic approach is, but I will tell you from a spiritual perspective, understanding where he's coming from and trusting that he's doing the best that he can, so are you. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel good yet because you're not there yet is probably the best gift that you can give yourself. So Spiritual, spiritually, from that perspective, if Ho'oponopono speaks to you as a tool that you can wrap your arms around and use, I know you said it's been a while since you've listened to the show. Was I talking about Ho'oponopono the last time you listened? Okay. So then I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, and then I'm going to give you um, a clearing statement that you can start using right away. Okay? Okay. Ho'oponopono is, is an ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness, repentance, and transmutation. Originally, it was a process that was facilitated by the household or the spiritual leader in the community. And, um, and so everyone was involved with a problem because the Hawaiian people held a very high value for peace. So when any, anything interrupted the peace, they all gathered and everyone had to say, the prayer is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Everyone had to express love for each other. Everyone had to um, apologize say, I'm sorry, for whatever they did to contribute it, even if they didn't know what it was. Everyone had mm-hmm. to ask for forgiveness from everyone and everyone had to express gratitude for everyone. Everyone understood this process and knew that they were accepting 100% responsibility for whatever their contribution was. But the deal is that you don't know the all of what it is. You never will. There is a book, The User Illusion, that, that shares that for every 15, one, five bits of data that we are consciously aware of, are 11 to 15 million bits of data per second that we have no knowledge of. So when you consider less than 1% of 
of what we are experiencing is conscious, 99.99 plus percent isn't, how much of your reality do you think you're um, creating consciously? Not so much so, right? Not so much, yeah. Okay. So because of that, it is very helpful to give up the need to understand every iota of a situation. To adopt a belief that everyone is doing the best that they can do in that moment, even though it doesn't look or feel that way, but trusting and knowing that that statement is true and that the little bit that you get to see is only the tiny piece of it that you do. The rest of it is unknown and you have to give up the need to know it and just keep clearing from yourself whatever the memories are from your subconscious mind that are the cause of the problem. Now, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It's just how it works. In Ho'oponopono, there's basically nothing outside of us. So the Hawaiian people are like 2,500 some odd years old, that culture. And in the 1970s, the Hawaiian kahuna, Morna Simeona, was guided to channel through a format of doing Ho'oponopono that was different than the old ways of it being facilitated. And so it was changed in format and called self-identity through Ho'oponopono, or SIF, S-I-T-H. Basically, it means that there's nothing outside of us. Everything is self-contained. We know we want to blame it on something outside of us. We want say the ex-husband was not helpful, we want to say the child is being disrespectful and not paying attention and not following the rules and regs and he's being difficult. We want to make it about the things that are outside of us because that's what we're used to. That's our default behavior. That's what we know. But I'm inviting you to switch. Flip a switch. Consider There's a reason for the behavior, even if you don't know what it is coming from you, even though you don't know where it's coming from. And because you can't know it all and you can't know where it's coming from, the best choice is to just keep initiating the clearing of whatever the problem is. And who's going to do the clearing? God, divine creator. Because we can't know all of it, right? So we just keep initiating the clearing. So if you have a pen and pencil, pencil, Benita, I'm going to give you a statement you can work with. Okay. Okay. So this is the the structure of it. You can apply it to anything, right? To whatever memories, T-O, whatever memories are in me that are the cause for Draw mm-hmm. a line, that's your fill in the blank. Do the form first and then we'll fill it in. All right. So to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for, fill in the blank on any and all levels. Okay. Put in parentheses that I am to atone, A T O N E, for. Mm-hmm. I love you. I'm sorry. 
please forgive me, thank you, or I love you repeatedly, or thank you repeatedly, or you can say those words in any order that you want. It all works because God understands. your son, what I'm going to invite you to do is you, you're going to make that form, which you're going to apply to anything, right? Because this is to benefit someone or something outside of you. You're going to, you're going to do it this way. To whatever memories are in me that is because of my, my son filling his name, behaviors, son so-and-so's behaviors. If you want to be more specific about it, his disrespect, his fear, his um, whatever the words are that you want, that you want to address the behaviors that are causing it or the, the memories that are causing it, you fill that in. Okay. On any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. When you have that, let me know, and I'm going to explain what you're doing when you say this, because I think that's very important. That's why I teach it to all of my clients. Okay. I, I okay. have what you, what you told me. Say again? I have exactly what you told me. I'll put in um, to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my, son's, for my son Jacob's behavior, um, disrespect on any and all levels that I am. To atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. So now you're not saying it to him. You're okay. saying it to you. Okay. I love you. Imagine, because all of this is going on in your subconscious mind and the psychology of the mind, the person who's in charge of the subconscious mind is your inner child. So picture yourself as like three or four years old. Imagine a photograph of you at that age. That's who's in charge of all these memories. I want you to just imagine speaking lovingly to that part of you and saying, Mm -hmm. I love you, to that little girl and saying, I'm sorry for whatever I did to create this mess with Jacob. I have no idea what I've done. Please forgive me whatever I've done to create this problem with Jacob, not because you're a bad person, just because that's the language. By saying that, you're 100% responsible for everything. You're owning it, even though you have no idea where it came from or why it's there. And thank you is to God, divine creator, for clearing it all. And so when you just say, I love you, 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 it all works. I can't tell you how long it will take. I can only tell you that it is proven and it works. And I'm going to invite you to stop engaging with Jacob. What I mean by that is don't argue with him. Don't goad him on. Don't be goaded by him. If it's not going to be a calm, quiet conversation, don't go there. Because the more you mm-hmm. engage in anything that you identify as a problem, issue, or challenge, the more you make of it. 
So do your best to not engage with him. I realize that that's very difficult when you're a parent and you've got an adolescent child. And there are certain things that you are expecting him to do. But instead of expecting, do your best quietly to have a conversation to ask him what his reasons for being noncompliant are. See if there is a reason that you might be able to solve with him rather than it's my way or the highway kind of an attitude. Make sense? It does make sense. Um, Okay. I think that you hit the nail on the head, Benita. I think that something about your relationship with the fiancé is very much the root cause of a good portion of this. He's doing his best to... What is the word? Um, To exert his self-identity, his self-awareness. He's doing his best to figure out in this new situation, who is he? Where does he stand? What is its meaning to him? Without the emotional maturity to really be able to do it on his own, but that's what he's trying to do. I I hear you, but I'm I'm having an issue because he shoved me, and when he shoved me, my fiance got up in his face. And how do I? Because I basically told my fiance he had to leave, okay. even though you know this situation happened the way that it did. I know. I hear you, and physical. Physical activity like that is unacceptable under any circumstances, and that needs to be understood by him. But at the same time that you need to tell him that, you also want to let him know that you want to understand what he was thinking and feeling when he did it. Because if that's a new behavior for him, it needs to be addressed consciously. Okay. This is all fear motivating this. Any aggressive physical behavior is fear-based. So there is something about what he believes, about who he is in this relationship with you and with your fiancé and with his father that is really threatening his sense of safety. And you know how people are when they don't feel safe. Yeah, well, and he's the child. He may not look like a child at 16, but he is still a child, and his emotional maturity deems understanding, compassion, and patience. He needs an opportunity to be heard. He needs an opportunity to actually formulate, perhaps, even what it is that he is feeling that's motivating these behaviors. He may not even know. Many people don't. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So you can use the Ho'oponopono in the moment. Do it as often as you can. 
but you can also do it to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of Jacob's physical behaviors, aggressive behaviors. The more you keep clearing from you whatever is the cause of whatever's going on with him, the easier it will be for all of you. The more often you can say it, even if it's just, I love you, 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 to anything that is a source of problem for me, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, you say it to yourself, right? The mm-hmm. more you keep initiating the clearing of whatever's a problem, issue, or challenge, the lighter it's going to feel. But does it make it disappear? Does it make it go away? Actually, you'd be surprised. I need to go to the next caller that just came into the queue, but I want to say to you this. If I can shift a relationship with my mother at the age of 94 years old, and I'm in my 69th year, if I can do that with her to shift what was 90 to 95% a PTSD triggering relationship from childhood abuse, and completely reverse it to 5 to 10% of a challenge with 90 to 95% of the relationship of joy, you can do this. My mom transitioned to spirit in October, and I am so grateful Ho'oponopono mm-hmm. helped me to give her what she wanted, which was to die in peace, and she did. Wow. Yeah. It's why I teach it, Benita. It's why I'm passionate about it, because I know it works. Okay. Be kind to yourself. Say it as often as you can. If you want to know more about this so that you have a greater left brain understanding, schedule time with me. I am happy to work with you. You can do that by going onto my website. Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. There's a space there for a complimentary heart healer session. You're welcome to do that, and we can discuss specifically what I can do to support you, and you can decide if you want to move forward with it. That's open to everybody. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Remember, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you repeatedly or just thank you repeatedly. And just keep breathing into your heart. Okay? Okay. Have a wonderful afternoon or evening. Thank you so much, Benita. I appreciate it. You do the same. Blessings, honey. All right. And we are going to welcome area code 440. I'm sorry our producer is not here. Would you be kind enough to tell us your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, my name is Patricia. I'm calling from Ohio. Thank you for taking me. My joy, Patricia. Welcome to the show. How can we be of service to you tonight? Uh, Yes. I just would uh, want to know, I guess, uh, using your medical medical intuitive skills, um, has my um, immune and digestive systems are they strengthened? Because I've been um, uh, well, I have a chronic condition, um, and I've been <laughs> working on it basically myself. 
um, and I made a active decision not to do any other chemical um, intervention. Um, okay. And so I've been using you know, vitamins with food and so on and so forth. Uh, but mm-hmm. to get in, of course, obviously with this current COVID, but, you know, using that food as medicine, uh, supplements, immune boosting, things like um, oregano oil and and just a general, you know, all around. Okay. Okay. All right. Just if you, Patricia, just go ahead and take a couple of nice, slow breaths into your center. Just focus your breath there for me. And we're just going to ask for any and all information we can offer you as to the current status of your physical well-being, specifically as it relates to your immune system and your digestive system. Okay, so the first image that comes to me, I want to say to you, I don't know where you're having your challenges, but it's almost as if up the middle of your torso from, I want to say, just below the belly button, all in the middle, just below the belly button up into like the mid area of your esophagus. So that would be kind of like um, mid sternum, you know, that your, your sternum bone, right? There is like a strip of red energy that represents inflammation, um, angry energy, shall we say, um, all through that area of your body. Um, it's, it's a strip that looks like it's about, I want to say, two to three inches wide. Um, that's a nasty area of inflammation. Um, so if I'm asking, is that better than it was? Because I don't have anything to compare it to, right? You know, is that better than it was? Um, has it improved? Let's put it this way. I'm just going to ask, um, it is, has it improved with whatever regimen Patricia has been using? And, and I'm told that it is better, but you have a long way to go. Okay. So don't, if your symptoms are better, don't stop. This could take you doing what you're doing if you are being consistent cutting down on your sugars, you know, eating, you know, having food as your medicine is, I think, you know, I have no problem with that personally or professionally being a vegan and eating a balanced vegan diet without dairy, without, you know, as much gluten-free as you can, um, limiting the amount of sugars that you have. Um, this will calm down. I would invite you to limit the the amount of acidic foods that that um, out of, them out of your diet for a bit, like citruses. If you if you don't, because where I'm seeing this, I would I would definitely avoid them. Even the lemon and the lime, even though they turn alkaline in the body, your upper gastrointestinal system. Um, do you have a diagnosis of GERDs? GERDS gastroesophageal reflux? No, I don't. Uh, Do you but have I a lot to... of upper epigastric dis- 
discomfort, acidity feeling, belching a lot? Uh, I mean, I do belch, uh, but not all the time. But my okay. for quite a while, number of years, I would, my stomach would, would still bloat, but not as much. So, uh, and even, <clears throat> even so one of the things, drinking. yeah, one of the oh. things that you want to avoid are things that are acidic. Because they're only mm-hmm. going to aggravate everything. Oh, boy. Um, dairy creates mucus, which causes inflammation. So you want to stay away from dairy products. You know, it's an extreme way of eating. Being vegan is actually, um, it can be very healthy, but it's a personal choice. Uh-huh. But it's going to take you probably up to a good year if you're going to do this the way you're doing it. With gradual mm-hmm. improvement, but if you don't, you're going to start manifesting some really nasty disease in there, and that's my concern for you. You're a setup yeah. for set. You're a setup for physical stuff as well as the emotional stuff. So the thing that I want to also invite you to consider is with Ho'oponopono. If you were listening to my last conversation. Um, If not, please listen to the replay of the show in its entirety so that you can get the benefit of the Ho'oponopono aspect of it. I really went into a bit of a um, lengthier explanation than I normally do because the queue was quiet tonight. So with our last guest, I did speak about it a lot, including the structure for how to create a Ho'oponopono clearing statement. So I invite you to listen to it. For you, the statements that you might consider to whatever memories are in me, and you can, this is about um, 54 minutes into the show, so you can just okay. go forward to it if you can't get it all, um, but this is, this is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for any imbalances in my body mm-hmm. on any and all levels. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. I love you. I love you. Whenever you get a symptom, if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling bloated, to whatever is the cause of this, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, on any and all levels, I love you. 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 Or I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God, for clearing it all. Yeah, I've been also doing a lot of ancestral as well as emotional and mental, physical, and sexual uh, abuse and trauma clearing as well. I hear you, and Ho'oponopono is incredibly powerful as a tool for all of that. Because if the cause is, is related to childhood or young adult abuse, then that uh-huh. is what will be cleared. So whatever is in the mind, the subconscious uh-huh. mind is mirrored in the subconscious mind of our cells, C-L-L-S. That's the essence of mind-body principles. So the uh-huh. more you keep inviting and initiating God to clear these, these patterns of energy that represent your physical symptoms, the more they're cleared from your subconscious mind, the more they're simultaneously cleared from yourself's subconscious mind. The more you create the environment for your body to heal and you add to it because you're in a physical body, in a physical 
attention. You add to it the foods, right, that will lovingly nurture your body, and it's, it's a marriage made in heaven. It's wonderful. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. doing this on my own because, you know, I can't, I'm not able for the time being to buy the services, say, of a naturopathic or doctor or any other. So, you know, <laughs> being responsible as I am. I hear you. And and what you can also do is you follow your intuition. When you feel guided to um, avail yourself of a certain regimen or um, nutritional supplement, whether it be a homeopathic, an herb, a tincture, an essential oil, um, do self-kinesiology and ask, does it serve my highest good to take this? And see what you get. Only ask one question at a time, only so that it requires a yes or a no. And use whatever form of self-kinesiology works for you. Okay? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to let it be at that, Patricia, but you are welcome to schedule a 30-minute complimentary heart healer session with me. If you desire, just go on my website, EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. And there is a link there for you to schedule that time with me. And you're welcome. Thank you. Have a good evening. You're welcome. You're welcome. Feel well. Blessings. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right, everybody. We are going to end this show on time tonight. Um, And so I'm going to quickly walk us through a conscious heart connection meditation. Just a quickie. Because... The quicker we can do it, the more effective it is for us to remember to do it often. So just uncross ankles and knees, relax your belly, and breathe. Focus on your breath and imagine your breath going into that beautiful heart center in the center of your chest. And as you breathe out, that it comes out the front of it. Breathing into the heart center and breathing out. The heart is the domain of love. It's where we receive it into and where we express it out from. So every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you activate your conscious connection to love. Alterated. High vibrational healing love. And as you do, you can even add to it and imagine a bubble of love light is around you. You can make it any color that you want. For tonight, we're going to make it a pretty pink, a yummy pink love light. And so, see yourself completely surrounded by it. Trust and know always there so that every time you breathe in and out you're breathing in love filling all your cells and breathe out love a gift to everyone around you breathing in love and breathing it out it's a public service act when you breathe into and out of your heart center And say, I love you, I love you, I love you. You're creating a way 
true form of love that emanates from you in all directions, a gift of love to everyone and everything in its path, including going down to the center of the earth. And when it reaches the center, it expands and fills the entire earth, a gift of love to Divine Mother Earth for all that she does to support us in this human journey. And it expands and grows a gift of love to all who dwell upon the earth with you and I. A gift of love to all who dwell above the earth and beyond our atmosphere. It just keeps going out into the universe, into infinity. To the one heart of love, I like to think of it as the source of all that is. And there's a beautiful principle that says that what we send out comes back to us multiplied, which is why it's so important that we consciously are aware of our words, our thoughts, the emotions we're experiencing, and our actions. Because that's what we're attracting to us. Imagine all that love that you just gifted out coming back to you, multiplied. More and more brilliant, more and more expansive, and breathe it in. A gift of love you give yourself. And imagine every cell in your body is filled and surrounded with this beautiful pink light of love. Every cell of skin so that you are completely filled and surrounded by love. A wonderful way to be. A beautiful gift that you just gave yourself and so many others. Good. One more nice deep breath in and out. Good. And today's date of March 2121, numerologically, is the master number 11, which is illumination. A perfect way for us to complete our time together as we have been sharing life of love, accepting the gift of light of love, and being that light of love. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you to our callers who took the time to join us tonight. I'm so grateful. Send a big hug of love to our producer, RJ, and hoping that can join us next Sunday when he's when he's able he will join us again but let's just take a moment and surround that sweet man with lots of love and anybody else that you're thinking of just surround them with some love wonderful I hope that you all have a wonderful week those of you listening uh, live and to the replay I am I 
Gottlieb, the heart healer. It has been my pleasure and my joy to share this time with you tonight. Join us every Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Sending you blessings of love and gratitude and wishing you all a good Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.